Hi everyone and welcome to the Fresh Slate Podcast. My name is Tyrese. And my name is Meg. And today we're going to be talking about intuition, trusting yourself, and touch on the Mercury retrograde a little bit. Perfect. I'm so excited. So first let's touch on last week's goals, how they went, how we reflect on those real quick, and then set our goals for this week. Perfect. So my goal last week was to, um, essentially it was to put myself first and not sweat the small stuff. Like if I don't do a piece of homework, then that's fine. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not going to dictate my life. And I honestly think it went really well. I honestly, I took a couple days, like from some classes, I didn't go to class. Mm -hmm. I didn't finish a homework assignment on time and I can turn it in on Tuesday for 10% less, you know? And I think that was really good for me. I actually feel like I started the week off way better and with a much clearer energy mm-hmm. than I than I have in a hot minute. So I, I feel like it went really well. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, mine was basically like prioritizing myself, similar to yours, but basically, yeah, I mean, just not letting my classes and my deadlines pile up and be my priorities, but instead setting things up that I do daily that I need to do for my own personal sanity prior to finishing different things that I feel like I need to do at the time. That was that was my goal. Um, and I feel like I kind of took a stab at, at it in the wrong direction because I started to like fall into like the artificial self-care, if you know what I mean. Like face I wasn't, masks, well, watching a sad no, movie. No, <laughs> no. More like mentally, I just feel like my mindset wasn't correct because mm-hmm. I fell into doing things that felt right in the moment and felt pleasurable to current Meg rather than doing things that were going to be self-caring for myself in the future. So if that makes sense, I don't know. I just took me a few days. I hit like kind of a rough point on like Wednesday. And then after that, I feel like my goal went a lot better and I was able to clarify it a little bit in that sense. That's great. Yeah. So my goal for this week, both of our goal actually in different forms, is to consume less. Mm -hmm. For me, it's going to be consume less information, spend less time on Twitter and do things more intentionally. Like I would like to try and read slash finish a book this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully I can, I can do that, you know, in between classes, you know, it just gets so hard to, to, um, I just want to rest my brain sometimes, but I feel like reading will be a, a good, um, a good step in the right direction, you know? Yeah, it can almost, like, replace bad Yes, a good too. replacement. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and mine is, like, kind of practical in a sense, but I feel like it's also a deeper mindset shift within it. So, basically, I'm doing no by November, so this is the start of that. And I did really well with that in the spring, different no by challenges, but I kind of wanted to jump back into it because I was starting to feel a little bit insecure the past, like, week, and like thinking like, oh, maybe I should buy this or this to make me feel better. Or maybe if only like I got this skincare thing or this whatever, then I would feel better. Um, and I didn't really fall into it just because like naturally I like to save money more. But, you know, like having those thoughts is super annoying and like feeling the need to consume to fill a void does become like very toxic mindset for me, mm-hmm. especially. Um, and so... I think no by, no by November will be really good for me. And it's basically just buying, like, what I need, essentials like food and all that stuff, but not, like, anything I simply want. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so to get started, 
um, our episode this week is all about intuition. If you notice, we don't have a guest this week, um, yeah. just because we figured this would be an easier topic just to talk about with mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're going to dive deep. So to start off, um, simple definitions, like knowing or sensing something, but I feel like it's without having like a valid tangible For sure. reason. Like, it's like a gut, a gut feeling. Yeah, no like statistics or like pro-con type of deal like it, it comes with from you just it. know yeah you just know it's like um the the best way that i can describe it because mm-hmm. everyone's felt this way is when you meet a new person and you're like i don't know how i feel about them i like i don't get very good feel vibes from off. them yeah yeah and, and but you don't have an actual reason exactly yeah. and so i like Yet. i think trusting that and yeah mm-hmm. it's great to give someone the benefit of the doubt but for right. usually there's a reason if you're feeling that way there's always a reason yeah, like some people call it like your inner voice, mm-hmm. sixth sense. Some people, yeah. yeah. I like to think of it in terms of consciousness. So it's like a level of like pure consciousness, unconsciousness, and like a different level of awareness that you, like, yeah, I don't know, for sure. like, have to you, tap into a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, you can't hit, like, you can't just say, oh, my intuition says this. You have to stop, take a minute, think. Oh, yeah. this is what I'm feeling. I need to trust myself mm-hmm. on that, you know? And that comes with, like, making decisions. I don't know about you, Meg, but mm-hmm. I'm so indecisive when it comes to, like, just small things. Like, when I drive, I'm like, okay, should I take a right here or go straight? Which way is going to be faster? Um, and then I usually just, like, make a split-second decision right before mm-hmm. I'm about to turn, you know? Um, and so I, I have trouble listening to that inner yeah. voice. And one thing I think that, it's really hard. Yeah, oh, it's so difficult. And one thing that I recently saw, and this is what I've been so excited, I haven't mm-hmm. even told Meg about this because I wanted Yay. it to be um, <laughs> in the podcast, but mm-hmm. um, I, I recently read this. Somebody asked, what is the difference between intuition and anxiety? You know, because you can feel anxiety like, oh my gosh, this person makes me feel uneasy or, oh, I get, really a, good I, get a good, I get a bad vibe about this. Okay. And the answer that I found was anxiety will try to convince you of something. Whereas intuition will never try to convince you of something, you know, where anxiety, like going back to the analogy I made of me going straight or taking a right turn, that's, that's pure anxiety because I'm like, oh, I should do this. No, I should go straight. No, no, I should go right. But what would happen if, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it just, it, it leaves you like your mind reeling. Whereas intuition, if I was like, you know what, I know that I have to go straight right now, you know, or like. I know that I cannot be around this person right now because of the way that they make me feel. Yeah, and I don't think it's always definite either. No, it might just oh, for be sure. a feeling. Yeah, that then you can get clarity mm. from. It's something you just yeah. can't think about too hard. You just yeah. have to stop, feel, and then go. You know, because yeah. that's like even after hearing that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is is this trying to convince me of something? Am I am I is this my intuition or is this my anxiety? Yeah. And it's, it's hard to figure out, but it's just because I overthink it. You know, it's, intuition is all about something you feel. and Yeah, um, anxiety is very analyzing. Yeah. And intuition isn't. And I think, going back to the indecisiveness thing, I used to say that, and I definitely was more of a turbulent personality in that way. Like, I would just go along with what my friends thought, what mm-hmm. my family thought. But anyways, um, I feel like the self-deprecation of saying I'm indecisive does actually affect your thought patterns and like how you make decisions because once I got out of high school and I decided that I wasn't gonna like be that 
relatable girl who was indecisive. <laughs> you know, like, because <laughs> yeah. that was such a trend. Like, it was, oh, like, sure. it was, like, funny. And, you know, I just d- decided to stop saying that I was indecisive yeah. and, just and just owning say, you and know owning how I felt and owning whatever decision I went with and however it turned out, whether it turned out how I wanted it to or not. And it's hard. And I think that That's mindset so sh- shift will really help maybe some of our listeners just, like, you know, feeling confident in whatever decision. Yeah, um, but the basis of intuition is all about self-trust. Yeah, exactly. Um, in so all trust this, in a lot of the tarot card readings that I've been doing, uh, it's like you're not trusting yourself on the mm-hmm. situation. You know what's right. You know what you should be doing. You know um, what you shouldn't be doing, you know, but you're not trusting yourself. You're not trusting that, yeah. you know. Intuition means nothing if you don't. Um, have faith in yourself and say, you know what, I know what's best for me right now, and I know that this feels right, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel mean, like also intuition can be, like, muddled a little bit through different, like, situations or circumstances. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Like, you were like... Like, I if re- you have stress or overwhelm, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot harder. Stress or peer pressure, yeah. Peer pressure, or even just, like, anger or, like, angst yeah. towards different mm-hmm. people, different things. And as you, but as you go along your your um, journey of personal development, mm-hmm. you'll like you'll know the difference. You'll start. You can remove yourself from that situation. You That's know? true. And I'm still I'm still getting there. I have not mastered this by that any like means. neutrality. Yes, in, it, in the negativity. Yeah, or it takes yeah. practice. I'm I'm I feel good about my like about being able to do that for other people and remove mm-hmm. myself from their situation and say, okay, well, have you thought about this way or is this what you want, you know? Yeah. But I, I'm just not at the moment where I can do it for myself yet, which I think that's what makes my struggle with intuition and anxiety um, pretty pretty rough at the moment, you know? Yeah. And I try my best. That's why I really love tarot cards. It's because I can exercise it with... I, I just never double think things. I'm, I used to... Yeah. When I started off, I was like... Because you just okay, trust the cards. Exactly. The when I started off, yeah. I was like you know, this could mean this, but it could also mean this. And then I would ask questions and I was like, oh, does this resonate with you? And they'd be like, no. And then I'd get discouraged. But mm. now I just go and if it doesn't, I tell them, take what you need, uh, leave what you don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're listening to that like inner gut Exactly, feeling. yeah. It's yeah. like if I, if I say this, there must have been some reason that I felt the need to say that yeah. at that moment. You know, yeah. if something pops in my head, why wouldn't I say it? I mean... Granted, like, you should definitely have a filter. I mean, there's a filter of sorts. Yeah, yeah, but, you know. Yeah. I feel like the process of me developing my intuition has been very similar to um, intuitive... I'm having, like, a hard time with my... It's okay. It happens. Like, my words today. Don't worry. Forming words. It's very interesting. Forming words. The next (laughs) topic on our podcast. Oh, no. But, like, it's very similar to intuitive... Intuitive. Oh my gosh. It's very similar to the process of intuitive eating for me because basically like, um, if you know anything about that, I'll just give like a general rundown. It's like going back to our instinctive ways of eating. So like eating what we need, what we feel like at that moment, not eating at certain times or certain. Interesting. Or certain, oh, I've never heard of that actually. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of vague, um, because it's basically like rejecting diet culture, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of, just like establishing this sense of trusting your body and trusting what you need. Like, so like some days I'll be like, dang, like I'm lacking protein. I feel like, you know, like you might feel like you're going to pass out or mm-hmm. something. You don't need to eat breakfast every day. You don't need to eat at noon. You don't need to like, you don't need right, to just letting your body regulate to any like blogger mm-hmm. to any 
like Instagram you follow that talks about food or whatever, just like listening to your body. So it's basically intuition, but for eating. I um, love that actually. Yeah. And it's interesting because when I've explained it to certain friends and just like kind of talking about it, they've been like, you're kidding. That's like how you're supposed to eat. Like you're supposed to just eat whatever you need and like whenever you want and then eat till you're like satisfied rather than like overfull, yeah. right? It sounds that's, completely but normal. And but it that's sounds, not the way we do it. Like yeah. when you think about it, you're like, okay, I eat lunch at noon and then I... And when you eat, you're like analyzing every single thing and you're like restricting certain things, then you binge later, then you're thinking, right. like, what did this blogger say? But then I read this book and then, but then this study just came out and it's also complex, right? Mm-hmm. So there's so much information to be had in the nutrition world, which I love so much, but it's good to just kind of take it back and listen to your own body. For because sure. Because some days you don't need, like you need more fat or more, you need carbs or something, like depending on your activity level, like mm-hmm. all these different things going That's on. so interesting. Yeah. So then, like, it sounds so normal, mm-hmm. but it it is really hard to, like, break from diet culture and, like, how it's going to make your body look or different, like, negative thought patterns surrounding food. Um, I think that's so interesting yeah. because as, as a college student, I find myself um, saying, oh, I didn't eat today. Mm-hmm. I should eat rather than, like, no, I'm not hungry, you know, which is probably not good, but... Um, I like I'll go and get a burrito or something and then I don't even finish it because I'm like well I'm not hungry this doesn't feel good in my body right now you know yeah so listen to your body rather than saying like no this is what I should do yeah exactly I mean there there's a borderline within being healthy like if you didn't eat that day and you're still not hungry you should probably like try and eat something you know but your body your body craves what you need and it's not gonna like let's say on Halloween, I told myself, no sugar, no, none of that. Like, I'm not going to eat sugar ever, ever, ever because of this blogger and this study and this nutrition thing and because it's bad and I'm going to label it mm-hmm. as a negative substance, which, truth be told, I mean, it's not the best thing for you. But if I limited myself in that way, I would probably have negative thought patterns the whole entire night thinking, or what, I would can't it, eat that. What, what would it do to me? I can't eat it. Oh, but so-and-so is having a Twizzler. Right. A, yeah, whatever. A Twix. Twix. <laughs> what are they called? Anyways. I mean, a Twizzler is also a candy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, so-and-so is, like, having that, but I can't. And why does she deserve to have it? Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, it does affect, like, your mental health by having those limiting thoughts and not sure. trusting Whereas yourself. Whereas if, you if you didn't have those those thoughts and you didn't say, oh, I'm not going to eat sugar, you probably wouldn't even have Cause a lot. Because your, your body would, would tell you. It. Yeah, your body would tell you no. Because then you stay at that baseline of what you need and then your body doesn't actually crave things exactly whether it be good or bad honestly i've been struggling with that because i i'm a new vegetarian i've been vegetarian for like two almost three months now Mm -hmm. um and i find myself yeah i find myself sometimes i'm like you know Mm -hmm. i could really go for this and this Mm -hmm. or i could really go for a pepperoni pizza right now you know Mm -hmm. and but then i'm like no you can't have that and actually just after talking about this i think that like um, vegetarianism is not for everyone. Veganism mm-hmm. is not for everyone. This is another thing that I saw, another article, and it was where, um, honestly, like, sometimes just being plant-based is better. Like, rather yeah. than limiting yourself and saying, oh, I'm vegetarian, I can't eat that, because that, honestly, that makes me want to eat pepperoni yeah. so bad. I'm, and, like... It's the whole rebellion, like, personality inside of you. Like, you know when your parents, like, told you don't eat that when you're little? Or yeah. don't jump... And then you do. Don't jump on the tramp or something. Right. You want to more. So bad. And I think 
I wouldn't necessarily say that I had an eating disorder last year, but I did have like a series of negative thinking patterns with food that negatively impacted me. Um, specifically like more binging type of deal because I would restrict due to different like mental health, like self, like body image issues. Mm -hmm. So basically then, um, I feel like same for me because I'm vegetarian and have been for a really long time. But how I feel about veganism is when I restrict um, everything to do with that, which I completely advocate for the planet and I completely agree with. But personally, I don't label myself um, because it makes my like my actual attitude and like it, what's the word? Your mindset. <laughs> Relationship okay. with food better. Yeah. So honestly, I yeah. think I'm gonna start doing that. And if I'm yeah. like craving a pepperoni pizza, I'll have a pepperoni pizza. You yeah. know, it's not gonna be the end of the world. But as long as I, I think for me, it's better to be plant based. I'm already seeing differences in how I feel and like because and my over body time, as well. You're gonna crave what you need you're gonna crave those vegetables or whatever right yeah and honestly i crave like i find as we go on i crave meat less and less yeah. you know and sometimes i'm scared because you know you hear those things where you, you, people's bodies like they can't eat meat after they haven't eaten meat in a hot minute you know like because yeah. their bacteria changes you know it and does. I, like You're so sometimes i get scared yeah you know but but I think that's that's another one of like a mini goal that's for not me this week. Something to be afraid of. No, though. like a mini goal for me this week is you know yeah. just to like listen to my body and if I'm like you know what I need pepperoni I need like one single chicken strip I'll have it you know. Yeah, and I think that like openness to experience and mm-hmm. not less restriction in yeah. thought. It doesn't even have to be like oh my gosh like I'm just gonna eat all the sugar and just have a cheat day like right. it doesn't need to be that kind of thing a whole 180 switch but like just not having the restriction and labeling yourself mm-hmm. as a certain diet is really healthy um and going along with that so where i was going in the beginning is just that intuition has been muddled by like all the information and analyzing mm-hmm. and all this complex yes. thought and consciousness and like your ego getting in the way and like all these thoughts of limitation so it's very similar to me in that sense and like my process toward it has been very similar even though it's so instinctive it's hard to reach right i guess so yeah yeah so pretty much the gist of that whole thing is yeah you you've got to learn to trust yourself Trusting what yourself. your what your mind and what your body and what your soul need and that is going to help you um make those hard decisions and really um feel out how you how you really feel about things and mm-hmm. figure out what's going to serve you and what is not going to serve you because your intuition yeah. for the most part it's always correct you know um, and I think the barring truth, those outside forces. Yeah, exactly. And I think the truth of that is like so beautiful. Just like um, the more we trust ourselves and value how we feel inside, and like that, like that, our pure truth, um, then we can attract more of that in our lives. So like we can attract more and more intuitive, like thoughts that can lead to like living our truth, you know, yeah, and being our fullest agree. self. Yeah. So, I don't know. That was a really roundabout way to get no, what I was I, trying to say. But, but like, I, get, I get what you're yeah. saying. So, in order to live our truth, we have to trust our trust intuition ourselves. and trust and ourselves. we'll attract more. Exactly. Like yeah. More and more good things will come of it. So, our midsection, everyone's favorite, Mercury <laughs> Retrograde. Here we go. So, a lot of you have probably heard right now um, the words Mercury Retrograde, but what does that really mean? So as you know, planets will circle and orbit and all that good stuff, all that jazz. But there comes a point where um, each planet uh, 
reaches a certain point where to the earth, it looks as if it's moving backwards, even though it's not in reality. However, it looks that way to us. Um, and so that is said to have um, great effects on our communication, especially through Mercury. It happens pretty often a couple times a year right. um, just because it's because of the orbit of Mercury. Um, mm -hmm. But it affects our communication um, communication, communication. You know, like you might be getting into a lot more fights this season um, verbally or, you know, people, your messages might be misconstrued or all that stuff or sometimes you just can't even spark up a conversation. It all depends on um, really your birth chart and how mm -hmm. it affects you in that way, especially because we're in Scorpio right now. So those Scorpios who do feel like they have trouble with communicating, um, it's going to feel like an, a level playing field here because everyone else is going to have those same kind of struggles. And so um, I find a, a lot of people get very scared when they hear the words Mercury retrograde, like, oh my God, everything I is going to be terrible. And but I feel like having a positive mindset about it, like, it can be good or bad. Right. Yeah, it can. It brings it up things. The yeah. thing that, the thing that people worry about. Is, yeah. Yeah, the things that people worry about. Meg and I are just on the same page. We don't even need Sorry, to. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, during Mercury retrograde... <laughs> Things that from your past will come up, mm -hmm. and things they could be things that bother you. They could be exes. They could be things you things that happen that you might not have thought would happen. You know, um, but that's all because they're challenges, and mm -hmm. they're presenting themselves to you because this is a great time to let things go, let your past go yeah. in specific. Um, you know, so if that ex comes up, mm, don't respond. If they send you that you up message, mm, blocked. Don't fall for it because this is the, this is the time when things like that are gonna happen, and it's it's really unhealthy. Mm -hmm. You know they come up so you have to let them go. You know they force you to see things, and it's it's um, very spooky um, Mercury retrograde this year because it started on Halloween right. um, or Samhain for those of you who celebrate Samhain. Um, but it will go. Um, let me see. I'm not entirely sure how long until it goes until November twentieth okay. um, is when it goes direct. Um, so, uh, if you're spiritual or anything, um, this is a really great time to communicate, keyword there, with um, ancestors or uh, spirit guides or things like that or angels because um, the veil between worlds at this time is very thin. We're also entering a time uh, called the void, which is mm -hmm. um, just when when the, the veil between worlds just gets very thin so sorry to get i know some people aren't into that so you can skip no, that part it. if you want but yeah um, take what I, th you want. I think that it's really important take what you want leave what you don't um yep <laughs> I, yeah i think it's really important to get in touch with those people because we all have guardian angels watching over us we all have mm -hmm. those people whose energies influence our lives whether they be um in the ne in the next world in another realm or in this one that we're on now you know mm -hmm. i think that it's important to connect to those and really you learn something from it from them essentially Definitely. i think you take a lot away from that and when you trust yourself you can take away a lot more from that so yeah. essentially trust that you are able to make um make positive change during this mercury retrograde time don't let it freak you out just yeah. trust your intuition and do what feels right don't let the, the outside forces convince you otherwise so to go about developing your intuition what are what are some things we could do meg um so I learned this in my yoga teacher training, but basically the third eye chakra, it's right in between your, well, it's your third eye, so it's right in between your eyebrows. Um, it's basically connected to the pineal gland in your brain, which is like right by the hypothalamus area. Anyways, 
So basically that, there's been research that actually um, looking at your third eye while you meditate helps you concentrate, right? And I practice that because it actually does really like help a lot. Mirror? No, um, I'll close my eyes and like, oh, like and then I'll cross them okay. and up. Awesome. A little bit. So I'll cross them. Yeah. It actually, oh, okay. for yeah. me, it's like another space in which like the thoughts can be around that center, but that's like my point mm-hmm. at okay. which I focus the best. So just like a grounding point. Yeah, it is like a grounding point. And so there's been research done that shows that um, actually meditating helps develop and evolve your brain in a way that helps you think on a higher consciousness level. Mm-hmm. So it makes like, oh, what was I going to? Oh, yeah, yeah. This will promote higher consciousness. So, yeah, I think that's super cool. So, basically, meditating will help develop your brain and strengthen. It's like Mm -hmm. mental exercise, right? Yeah, it's great. Mental, like, meditation and things like Mm -hmm. that, that's so great. Especially just to relax your brain. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do it before bed after a really long day. I... I have trouble concentrating like that just because yeah. all day my brain no, is so wired and constantly so doing things. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to, to find that time and find that space of like just qu- mental quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when I do, it's I sleep so well the next night. And mm-hmm. um, I actually ground myself in a different way. I, yeah. I just discovered this actually mm-hmm. the other day. I think it was like two days ago actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to sit. Um, sometimes you can do it outside. I personally like to do it in my room with less distraction um but i you sit up as straight as you can mm-hmm. on the on the ground preferably yeah. and you envision that like a root is coming out from the base of your spine mm-hmm. and going down into into oh, the world I've done it's this like, before, like you're a tree. you can visualize it and then so nice. i like i like to envision two two different the root splitting um, one coming out and spitting out all the the black stuff, the bad energy, oh and then one drawing in all the good stuff, you know, and that kind of help, gives me something. It gives me something to focus on rather than I'm just gonna look somewhere yeah. and hope that that can quiet my mind. So that's the way that I like to do it, and that might help. So if you're yeah. if you're interested in um, finding a good way to meditate, or if that's something you've been struggling with, I'd say that's definitely um, my go-to. Um, but you can also find your own way. Yeah, I love that. I've also really enjoyed doing body scans, which is like just starting, you know, at the root, at the root, at the top of your head, and then just like going down one side and then coming up back up the mm, other side okay. of your body. And you feel, if you, I don't know, it doesn't happen every time, but you can literally feel the energy moving, and you can literally feel that part of your body tingling, right. and like thanking it for like what it's done for you, mm-hmm. or like where, like what you're feeling, where you're feeling tension, mm-hmm. and then letting go of that tension. Right. So that's super nice too, because yeah, I mean, it's super hard to just focus on nothing, and I think that takes a lot of mental strength, and like over time, that's possible, but definitely focusing, yeah, like on like draining the negativity, and then soaking yeah, up the... Like the end of your day is the perfect time to get that out of there. Some people like to meditate in the morning, and I, I think that's that. great, like just yeah. to clear things out. But mm-hmm. I just love it at night because Me too. it's just it's like taking a shower in the evening. You get all that True. nasty stuff off mm-hmm. of you, you know. And so yeah. that's um, that's one way to develop your intuition. Probably the the most powerful way. Um, yeah. Also, if you're looking for um, another way to, to really hone in on it um, that's helped me mm-hmm. uh, if you're interested in uh, reading tarot cards that's always um, it's a fun way to do it mm-hmm. um, it kind of lets you think 
think about something a little bit more rather than just sitting there. Um, for those of you who have who struggle like me a little bit to keep your your mind quiet, you know, yeah. then it doesn't have to be all quiet. You can you can just kind of hone in uh, on your own. Yeah, and I think something important for me. Um, I haven't read his book yet, but Ryan Holiday's book, Stillness, I've just kind of listened to some interviews mm, with him okay. and stuff. I really want to read it, but I'm just, like, not the best reader, um, and I don't have I get that. Anyways, um, but, like, basically defining stillness instead of saying quiet, so, like, it doesn't have to be silent, and you don't have to have no thoughts, but you can go throughout your day and having that stillness and peace within you from okay. that meditation practice, like, practice, or just, like, having that be like more of a state of mind so I think that's what I've been trying lately more is like not having my 23 hours of the day 23 and a half and then like meditating for 30 minutes but instead like trying to bring that stillness Mm -hmm. through the like most of my day okay so that I can have that more mindful like self-aware control of my thoughts like that whole state of mind more often rather than only having it in a small fraction right so rather than trying to find quiet um, you're just looking for stillness throughout the yeah. like the, and the like world. peace with the flu- like within the fluctuations. Oh, okay, that that's are, a really good way to think about it. That are like inevitable. Right? Especially that's great for those who suffer like from anxiety. Yeah. Um, not just the concept of anxiety, but like actual medical anxiety. Yeah. Um, I find like finding the quiet sometimes, taking a deep breath. Um, or the stillness, excuse me, finding stillness rather in the day rather than um, trying to find quiet because quiet just lets things yeah. echo, whereas stillness, nothing is moving, you know, everything can just calm. Like, just That's envision yeah, a lake, a, a still lake. Yeah, yeah, I love that so much. And I think, too, like, being open to the fluctuations and being open to the different, um, maybe, like, intuitive thoughts you're going to be having and just listen and let your thoughts, like, roam let it all just happen and unravel in front of you rather than trying to, like, rather than coming at it with an attitude of, like, oh, no, that's dumb. Like, that's just mm-hmm. my inner voice. Like, I don't, like, just listen to it and be open to the possibility and the potential yeah. that's within it. So I think that's a good mindset to have. Um, yeah, that's pretty yeah, good so those for, are, like, yeah. how to develop it. Yeah, so those are Definitely. pretty much the, the base ways, some of the best ways that we've heard. If you have any other ones, feel free to share them um, mm-hmm. through our Twitter, at FreshLatePod. Yeah, um, we'd love to hear. Yeah. Um, so I feel like for me, um, having more intuition has allowed me to break through, like, my insecurities with creativity. Um, I've always been pretty creatively insecure um, just because my family is really artistic and so I always thought like you know I was always comparing myself right so um there were so many creative fields that I've always wanted like to get into and been interested in and now studying graphic design actually going for it um having that intuition has really helped me just like trusting my gut and trusting like Saying what that, flows this out is onto the, right the page thing. and oh. what goes and Rather you know than, like mm. what idea I have I just go with it instead of Instead of thinking of all the different ideas and then thinking which one would my peers like, which one would my prefer, I can best totally relate. I can on. totally relate. I because I write music, you know, and so yeah, exactly. And so I sometimes I'll set up the piano and I'm like, you know, this doesn't sound like something you'd hear on the radio. This doesn't sound like something that mm-hmm. um, I would listen to in the shower to get ready mm-hmm. and start my day, you know. And but just once I've stopped it. and I'm like, you know what, this is my way of doing it. This is yeah. I have to trust my art form. 
it's so magical. The things that come out yeah. are just crazy. That's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, unleashing creativity and like just opening that window is huge because you're letting go of those limitations of what you see in the world, music-wise, mm-hmm. art-wise, whatever. Um, that's really beautiful. Another thing I wrote down um, for what it helps with is reducing stress. So I feel like if you're if you're trusting yourself more and you're trusting your you're not gut, worrying. Yeah, you don't have to like solve problems like so pragmatically. You, you have more moments. You have more moments of stillness in your day. Yeah, exactly. Once once you can really mm-hmm. um, trust trust what your initial reaction is. Yeah, because like when people feel really upset in a situation and then they don't let themselves feel that and they don't know. We kind of said this um, earlier, but like kind of just letting your emotions be a signal. So I feel like that's also intuitive Mm -hmm. um, in a sense. Sometimes when I'm feeling really upset and I don't really know why, like there's nothing that happened that day that I know why, I think of it more as like my unconscious mind knows there's something wrong. Yeah. And my soul doesn't, my soul is hurting but my mind doesn't quite know why yet. Right. And so I have to allow that to happen and I need to allow that cycle of sadness really quick mm-hmm. so that I can like actually solve the problem that's within me that I'm right. not really sure what it is yet. Like it's identifying problems for you. So it's more of trusting your emotions in that way and yeah, saying like I, I know something well. is wrong. Oh, it totally yeah, is. Yeah. Emotions and intuition are so linked, especially yeah. um, through tarot em- emotions is the cup suit and cups mother of cups has a lot to do with like intuition and mm-hmm. trusting and all that good stuff. So I think that's totally valid. That's totally valid argument. Mm-hmm. And then um, another thing is like it makes you more sensitive to the energies of people and like the environment around you in general. Mm-hmm. Empathy. Which, Empathy yeah. is something that is lacking so much in our society. Yeah, I think that people, so a true. lot of people, um, they mistake sympathy for empathy. Yeah, you know, it's they, very misconstrued. They, yeah, they try yeah. and um, feel the same way and be like, oh, I feel what you feel. This is how I, I felt this way when I did this, you know? And that takes mm-hmm. away from empathy. You're, you're not feeling the same way. You're, you're sympathizing and saying, oh, I have felt this way rather than, I'm so sorry, like, that hurts my heart, you know? And when yeah. you can trust... Genuinely, yeah. When you oh can, tr- when you learn to That's trust so yourself true. and trust your emotions, then you are able to open up and feel that vulnerability and connect with those people and help yeah. um, give energy to those, those who are lacking it or need yeah. a little bit more. And with that, just, like, promoting more healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with yourself and others. Totally. And I think a nice note to end on would just be that Developing your intuition as a whole will make you more confident in yourself, the decisions you For make. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't creative qu- and non-creative yeah. aspects. You won't question like what you, oh, should I wear this outfit today? Because you'll be like, you know what? I bought this outfit. I know that I'll feel good it in it. It feels good. So I, yeah. I look great in it, you know? Yeah. Do what feels good. Trust yourself. Mm-hmm. This but, is like it. <laughs> but also make sure that, you know, you're being safe and things. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> you know, in, intuition is one thing, but intuition mm-hmm. based on, intuition air quotes, based on pressure, like peer pressure, like we talked about, can be a dangerous thing. You know, right. you shouldn't just do things because they feel right. You know, you should also do things because they, um, they are right. They seem right. Yeah. You know, does that kind of make sense? Like speak that, your truth. Don't speak. Yes. That's, truth. that's a speak way better way to put truth. it. Yeah. Uh, 
That was good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> um, it's been a great week. Oh, I'd like to talk about... So, um, as you know, we're both college students. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our next couple of podcasts are going to be batched, which means we'll record them um, this weekend, and then we'll post them um, on our regular schedule on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in case they're lacking goals, we'll probably... Um, miss goals here yeah we might not say our goals um in the next couple episodes because we don't want to make up different things just for the sake of having this segment in so we hope you understand and and follow us on twitter at freshly pod we'd love to hear from you thanks Bye. bye